guys. Welcome to Table for One Dumb Boy, episode three. We're really putting these out, man. We're really doing it. And by we, I mean me, and I'm busting my fucking ass. I'm coming in here and busting my fucking ass every day. I don't want to hear you shit about it, whether you like it or not. No, really, though, I've been getting a lot of positive feedback, and I do appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. It's been, I've been stressing out a little bit trying to get this uh, this thing going. We're up on iTunes now. Once again, by we, I mean me, all me, baby. I do this thing myself. No help from anybody else. Thank you very much. But yeah, we have a lot to cover today. It's going to be a fun episode. Got another guest coming. Uh, going to call in from Los Angeles. My buddy Kevin Anderson, he's a, he's a Los Angeles comic. He's got his own podcast called Bleak and Review. Very funny show, very funny comedian. One of my favorite people, one of my good buddies I met out there. So we're going to... We're going to talk about some funny shit, because he's a funny guy. Today's been odd for me, though. Weird start. Had to take off work to go to court, because I'm just white trash in every sense of the fucking word. I'm really working on it, and I'm getting better, but I'm still still white trash at my heart. My very core. Court's funny, though. I love court, because there's always... The court I go to... They put every every case in there together, whether it be a traffic ticket, a DUI, which is my thing, that I'm very proud of. I've worked very hard on it. And uh, manslaughter, even. There was a couple of manslaughter charges on the docket today. So those are fun to sit through. Uh, my favorite kind of people in court are the people which are a lot of guys. It's, it's usually dudes, just these gross fucking dudes that have the, uh, like, flesh-colored facial hair, you know, that they should just shave off because you can't even tell they have it to you, like, basically right in their face and can smell their awful Red Bull mixed with cigarettes and meth breath. They always had this fucking gross... Uh, they're usually wearing a Carhartt jacket to court... And they'll sit next to you and you can just smell their fucking uh, must. You know, it's just disgusting. And it's not must from them just being manly. It's must from them just not uh, showering and taking care of themselves. They're my favorite people, though, because they usually try to represent themselves. The judge will call them up. This happened so many times today, I can't even... Because I want to get in and out of there. My last name's Thomas, so I'm fucked right out the gate. You know... Because they go alphabetical. So I get to watch all the people go up, and the judge will be like, so do you want an eternity? Uh, not eternity. Which, an eternity is how long I'm there, so I guess that's not completely um, unrelated. But he asks if, you know, if they have an attorney to represent them. If not, the court will supposedly appoint them one, a, a public defender, which is great, because uh, I didn't get one. I wasn't eligible, apparently. Apparently, they think me slapping pizza dough all day, which I make a okay living doing, surprisingly. But I can't, I can't afford a lawyer, you know? I'm not just rolling in it, you know? So I couldn't afford a lawyer, but that's beside the point I'm going to get off. But they asked them if they have an attorney or if they would like a public defender. And these dudes are like, no, nah, I ain't guilty, man. It's like, well, you know, you have we have a breathalyzer test here saying that y- you are. You were driving drunk. Nah, man, I ain't guilty, though. I'm just going to say not guilty. Okay, but, you know, you might want to get an attorney because, uh, you know, like I said, we have paperwork here saying that uh, you blew a .18, which is twice, the, twice over the limit. Nah, man, not guilty. It's always hilarious. This one, the one dude, this dude just, he did that in court today and he had a shirt on that said, uh, I'm just, I'm just blessed or something on it. And I gotta say, man, he really is. I think he was just crushing it, man. Representing himself. Like I said, it's alphabetical too, but sometimes they will skip to a more, uh, how do I say it? Um, important case, like a manslaughter charge. 
So when they do that, they'll skip a couple of letters and go to whatever the guy's name is. Or girl, whatever. I'm, I'm sure women kill people with cars, too. I don't hate women. I'm including women, too, in this. They, they also kill people with cars. Seen it with my own two goddamn eyes. But yeah, what was I even saying? <laughs> Fucking lost now. No, it was, uh, it's an alphabetical order, like I said, but, you know, like I said, they skip sometimes. And we went from the letter, I think, like, it was like the letter M to somebody with the last name that started with a P. And in court, you don't just yell out something if you want to, or if you have a question. You need to, like, find a bailiff or something to talk to, because it's a courtroom, and it makes you look bad, and the judge gets mad, and he might throw you in jail for no reason, because he can do that. And I'm not saying I agree with the justice system at all. In fact, I don't at all. Like, I hate everything about it. I think they there, there's a better way to do things. I'm not going to get into that, because I'm very stupid. Um, but anyway, I'm not going to, you know, shout my opinion about it in court. So anyway, they go from the, somebody with the last name that starts with the letter... M to the letter P. And this dude in court just goes like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. My last name starts with O and you skip me, man. You skip me. My last name starts with O. And then the bailiff's like, sir, uh, we're in court. Could you not do that? He's like, oh, but like, he said, it's like, bro, walk outside with me and talk about this. We're in court right now and you're shouting at the judge. <laughs> So, he's probably going to get the electric chair, if I had to guess. Give him, give him the fucking death penalty. Lethal injection, baby. Don't you ever yell at a judge. The Honorable Judge Hambright. Whatever the fuck his name is. That's always a name I go to, Hambright, because that was a pastor. I, I grew up in church, unfortunately. It's probably why I'm mentally ill and depressed all the time. And just hey, can't handle uh, being alive. It's probably because I grew up as Southern Baptist. And the fake name I always go to is Hambright because that's such a funny name. Yeah, it's old Gail Hambright. She she made us some nanner pudding and brought it to the old the old after service dinner. <laughs> Gail Hambright makes some damn good nanner pudding, man. I tell you what, she makes the best. Yeah, she's the pastor's wife. I, but you know, between you and me, I ain't been fucking her, but I have. She has been letting me go down on her a lot because I love to uh, eat pussy, and especially Gail Hambright's pussy. Oh my god! I may edit that out, but I may not because I'm lazy. Is it damaging to my reputation? I don't know or care. I like the dudes at court that try to be cool, too. Like, I think some people go to court so often that they enjoy it, almost. There's nothing wrong with, like, you know, because you're there a long time and you're there on the same, but there's nothing wrong with starting a conversation and, you know, trying not to go insane, but these guys are like, yeah, this motherfucker right here, man. This judge ain't worth a fuck, man. This motherfucker tried to throw me in jail because the cops feeling like... Uh, bag of like 30 Xanax on me not in the bottle and I think that's bullshit dude you think it's bullshit cause you got arrested and pulled over and they found a bag of 30 Xanax on you yeah man and this judge a prick about it too like I you know like I forgot to show up to like two of my probation uh appointments and you know this fool's like bringing up old shit now like well have you been going to probation Nah, fuck that shit. I'm innocent, man. Well, here's the thing is, uh, maybe you think you are, and that's all well and good that you think that, but you have to go to court when you're given a court date. Nah, fuck that shit, man. I'm innocent. You just can't tell these people anything. They're just fucking dumb. It's always these white, like I said, these white trash fucking dudes with the fucking flesh-colored facial hair they grow out. That's just really thin and fucking weird looking. Shave that shit off. 
For fuck's sake. So yeah, you know, that's court for me, baby. Something I'm hopefully nearly done with, but seems like it's never going to fucking end. So yeah, uh, if y'all haven't heard, uh, there's one of my favorite venues in town to perform at is the Syndicate Lounge, and they the location they are currently at is being bought out by a real estate developer that's building condos there because that's how everything goes. Anything you love, any place you love or have an emotional attachment to will be torn down and replaced with condos eventually. That's just a part of our reality now. Uh, We live in hell, and we just need to go ahead and come to grips with that. And it's not okay, but it's just that's the way it is now. But anyway, uh, I love this venue. They're moving. It's fine. They're going to get a new location. It's going to be a bigger spot. It'll be great. Um, But I do have kind of an emotional attachment to this. It's where I've done a lot of comedy at um, the past few years. And I love it. It's my I'm I'm the most comfortable doing it there. I love everything about it. And one thing I really love about the Syndicate Lounge is in the back, there's a room where you can kind of hear everything in if there's a conversation going on. It has a pinball machine and a pool table. And one of the pinball machines is a KISS pinball machine, which is fucking rad, right? What I love about this pinball machine, though, is uh, j- during a comedy show, any just any jackass can come in to play pinball, and it just plays KISS songs very loud on it. And my, uh, I haven't seen it happen yet, I've, uh, but I want to see just some shit fucking hat comic go up and doing their set and just get heckled by a kiss pinball machine. That's the funniest thing in the world to me to imagine. You know, just some comic going up and being like, hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, what have I got here on my notepad? Oh, Donald Trump, you, you think that's a hair piece? Uh, you think, uh, do you think Donald Trump jerks off and... <laughs> Wipes his jizz up with his uh, hair piece. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. Uh, hey, uh, is that that Kiss pinball machine? Could, hey, uh, could somebody... Could somebody turn that down a little bit so I could do my jokes? Uh, that's awesome. I'm getting heckled by a Kiss pinball machine. Um... Anyway, Donald Trump, though, uh, I saw that statue of him and, uh, uh, where he has the small penis, and uh, this is just, this is just too much. Sir? Sir! Sir! Oh, oh sorry. Uh, I guess game over. Um, yeah, anyway, I forgot where I was at on my, my set list. Um, oh, yeah, uh, Donald Trump, that statue... Uh, he has a small penis on it. I bet that's a lot like his actual penis. <laughs> God damn it. Can I just get through my fucking set? I have like at least 10 minutes of Trump material I need to do, and then another 10 on Tinder. What's that? I'm just gonna have to work through it. Um, okay. Um, anyway, uh, I guess, I guess game over again. Anyway, I, I'm on Tinder. Who's on Tinder? Anybody, anybody on Tinder? Yeah, uh, I'm on there, and I fucking swap and right all day. I like to swipe right because uh, it's a numbers game, and uh, with numbers games, you kind of just, you know, God damn it! Dude, can you, like, wait till later to play fucking pinball, man? I'm doing a setup here! I'm dying up here! love of God, can somebody fucking turn the pinball machine off? Okay, uh, anyway, uh, Tinder. I'm on Tinder, and I like to fuck. I like, uh, I, I like to fuck sluts. Uh, anyway, my time's up, guys. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, thanks, you've been great. Oh, I have time for one more? Okay, let's see. Let's see what I'm gonna do. I got Trump material, my Tinder jokes. Oh, I didn't even get into my Bumble joke. God damn it. You know what? I give up. I'm going to go kill myself in the bathroom. I'm going to drown myself in the toilet. Uh, I can't take this anymore. 
anyway, y'all have been cool, I guess. All two of you. Good night. I'm going to kill myself. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I imagine being heckled by a kiss pinball machines like, and it makes me laugh. What if we have any more, like, band, band, you know, what, what do you call it? Like, band pinball games? Need some more of those. Need some more of those, baby. I think there should totally be an ABBA pinball machine if there's not one. Just an ABBA pinball machine. Hey, Aaron, the owner of the syndicate, Aaron, uh, if you're listening to this, get an ABBA pinball machine if there is one. I want to see somebody get heckled to that. I think that'd be funny. Just uh, yeah, Our next comic is uh, just not very funny, and I don't know why he keeps doing this. Give it up for Nick Jip Dipshit Thomas. Hey, hey, how's it going, guys? Let me go ahead and get this out of the way, all right? Um, so I'm on this uh, this little uh, this app called Tinder. And, you know, I met this girl the other day that just was not going to put out. And I'm sitting here like, what the fuck? That's what this whole fucking thing is for. And, uh... Um, what is that? Can somebody tell me what all this noise is? Why is this playing? It's a ABBA pinball machine. I mean, that's cool, but can I'm trying to do my setup here. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, this girl wouldn't put out, and like, I feel like I'm entitled to that because I'm fucking, I'm, I'm hot as fuck. Uh, this is just, I can't do this, god damn it. Uh, oh. Okay, game over again. Cool. That dude's not very good at this game. Uh, that guy sucks at pinball. Speaking of pinball, I got a really funny story about this little pinball place down the street. There was this little honey over there uh, I was uh, trying to holler at, you know, and uh, she just wasn't having it. I don't get it. Like, ladies, like, you should fuck us. Like, at least make me happy, you know? Like, uh, give us give us a little something, you know? And fuck. No. God damn it! I don't know how much more of this I can take. Wait, can we just get rid of the fucking pinball machines? I can't. I, I'm really insecure and I need to get up here and be a tough guy. So, like, this is the only time a week I can do this and you're ruining with this fucking pinball machine! Please! Can somebody fucking do something about this so I don't want to fucking die? a fucking wreck of a man and I don't fucking need this. I'm such a fucking wreck. My mom won't even talk to me anymore. Uh, um, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, got a little sidetracked there. Uh, that's been my time, everybody. Thank you very much. So yeah, I think that would be very funny to just have that at the syndicate. If you can make that happen, Aaron, please make it happen. I'm begging you. We need Maybe this will uh, weed out bad comics. Who knows? It could it could do a lot of good, I think. And I'm I'm very excited about the future. All right, guys, we're just gonna get into it this week. I have, like I mentioned before, my buddy Kevin Anderson calling in from Los Angeles. Very funny guy. So we're gonna take a break for a minute, and we will be back with Kevin Anderson. All right, I'm here with Kevin Anderson. What up, dude? Hey, what's up, Nick? How's it going, man? Pretty good. You got something you want to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a lot of things. Uh, I got a lot of things brewed on the mind here. Well, no, I was just saying we were when we were uh, organizing this call earlier. I was out and about, uh, running around buying cigarettes and guinea pig food and whatnot. And uh, uh, twice in uh, the span of all these car trips, I ran into the the phenomenon of the the person on the street or on a bike walking down the sidewalk or riding down the sidewalk that's just blasting their shit music for everybody to hear. <laughs> what was it? Do you could you make out what it was? I couldn't tell because he was also singing along poorly to it, and uh, all I heard was motherfucker a lot, so I'm assuming it was dope. Oh, it was Post Malone. <laughs> Post Malone, probably. Oh. oh, okay, yeah, I'm fine with that. Or uh, Wait, is that, that's that new guy, right? That's not yeah. Blast is Malone. Dude, like, every everybody that lives in L.A. that's semi-celebrity had a selfie with him last night. Anybody I followed that's <laughs> kind of famous on Instagram, I guess he was everywhere last night. He was at the comedy yeah. store. 
Oh, okay. He was probably uh, he was probably like just trying to get a picture with Dave Chappelle, and then everyone got a picture with him. And <laughs> yeah, snake, then, keeps eating, snake keeps eating its own tail. <laughs> yeah, that now he's stuck with a Judd Apatow pick, which I thought was weird. <laughs> Judd Apatow's Instagram is insufferable. Uh, I, I like him. him. I don't think I follow him on Instagram. It's interesting. I encourage it, but it's bad. <laughs> it's, <laughs> What's I, bad about it? Uh, he's just annoying, <laughs> just yeah. very braggy. I oh uh, yeah, like I did this cool thing and I do cool, I, I do dope shit. And my life is dope, that kind of thing. Yeah, and it's like, bro, we know, like you, yeah. you you're talented. Like you don't gotta yeah. tell us. Like I don't think he's not talented, but I don't need not him either. to tell me. I don't need him to tell me that. I, I think he's a great, uh, for the most part, great filmmaker. Uh, I haven't seen his Netflix stand-up special yet. I don't know. Have you seen that? Of course not. I'm not going to watch. I don't even watch people I like on Netflix anymore. <laughs> You're like, man, like my friend was on Netflix and I'm still like, uh, yeah, watch fuck, later, maybe. <laughs> fuck no. Yeah. It didn't. Uh, you went to a taping of Henry Phillips special. Is that supposed to be on Netflix? I'll watch that. I think it was, man, it was on one of those weird ones. It wasn't on net. Maybe it's on Netflix now, but I remember uh, it was like I had to go to like it was either like Vimeo Plus or like some weird like one of those really fringe streaming services, but yeah, Henry Phillips, that was an amazing hour, and I'd love to watch that again. But I think it took me forever to find it last time. Well, yeah, all the all the best people get those shit. Like, yeah, find me on Amazon Prime and stuff. And- <laughs> or Rob Hubel with his new show on YouTube Red. Yeah, which it's I actually did watch <laughs> an episode of, and it's pretty funny. I love Rob Hubel. Well, Rob Hubel's amazing. It's just like who's like like this YouTuber. It's like oh, so you have to pay for like supreme youtube content like what that's so weird there's so many other ways to to monetize content yeah i'm not i'm not paying for youtube until logan paul gets his own show (laughs) like a oh man i want an all logan paul channel like i want him to be an empire like earwolf or something i just want a lot of prank videos (laughs) i want i want white kids that are like you know terrible like that's all i want really oh man i don't know if you listen to the best show with tom sharpling at all but um have you have you ever listened to that before? No, I don't think so. I highly recommend it. It's like all oh, I listen to at work, but uh, you know Tom, you know who Tom Sharpling is. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just he's just dude, for those listening that don't know, he's just this really funny guy that complains about everything. But he's like he complains about stuff I like a lot, but he's the only one that can do it, and it's funny to me. Like. I like Kevin Smith, but I highly recommend listening to him talk about Kevin Smith. Oh, man, I would love to hear that. He (laughs) hates him, and he's from Jersey. He's also from around the same area of Jersey that Kevin Smith's from, so it's, like, deep-seated. Like, he really, like, he he makes a really good point, but uh, I like Kevin Smith. It's the difference between, like, valid criticisms and, like, well-thought-out things versus, like, everything else that's out there, which is, like, yo, this song sucks, and here's why. It's bullshit, like... Like anybody who's got a vlog or something that wants to be a critic, but they don't really have any. Uh, uh, mo- I mean, there's some that are out there that are good. The, it's like, just no like, interesting point of view. Like yeah, uh, Tom like, Sharpling's funny. Yeah, yeah. Tom Sharpling's really great. I, I I would check that out if I were you. But um, but Absolutely. yeah. But he's like he 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 puts a. I found out about Jake and Logan Paul from him. Actually, he's really yeah. He's always playing their stuff. But uh, Jake. I don't know which one's the oldest one, but uh. The younger one made a music video because apparently they got into a beef and um, a brotherly beef. Yeah, and it's like oh, a uh, it's a makeup video, but it's like uh, before the song starts, you just hear uh, his mom on the phone. It's a voicemail from their mom. It's like, oh, I wish you boys would just get along. Y'all both love each other. And then it cuts. <laughs> it cuts to it cuts to the song, and right before the song starts, you hear. Uh, Jake or Logan, whichever one. She's like, I made this in a day. Then the song starts, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I can, I can tell you did. It's awful. <laughs> That's the most fucking white bread hit him up I've ever heard him. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking bad. Hey mom, well, I could told you mom you were dumb, you fat motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. Hey mom, could you leave a voicemail on my phone <laughs> so I could use it in this rap song I I'm made? Sample. I'm gonna sample my mom uh, 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 criticizing my my relationship with my brother. <laughs> I didn't even know he had a brother man i i I don't know about you but i find out about a lot of this shit from just seeing everyone post about it and i go okay well i got i don't know what this thing is so i need to go research and then i found out about the suicide forest and then i knew about the suicide forest i just didn't know that that whole phenomenon had happened because i stay away (laughs) from uh youtube fucking celebrities like the plague 
But it's just, uh, of all things, uh, Logan Paul could have come across. I'm glad it was the suicide forest and that happened to him. <laughs> he's ruining his life. Like, yeah, he's, they're both very stupid, but I, they're young, you know, they're so young yeah. and it's like, they're never yeah, going to have like, a chance. Like 20 or something or younger. Is he like 19? They're like they're like, I don't think they're in their twenties yet. And like, oh, even, man. even if they were 20, still so young and it's like, man, I'm glad I didn't, Film the shit I was doing when I was 20 because my life would be over. Um, and you, they're never going to dig themselves out of this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he walked into a suicide forest. That's, yeah, and then made and then riffed on it. Yeah, that's on <laughs> you. For, yeah, he was trying to do some fucking um, MST3K treatment of the suicide forest. <laughs> riff tracks. Yeah, he's doing a riff tracks. It's like this dude's, this dude's not as funny as Bill Corbett or Mike Nelson or any of those guys. So. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or I think, even Baron Vaughn and uh and uh, the guys that are doing it now, John Ray, Baron Vaughn, and uh, Hampton Young, uh, Hampton Young, Hampton Young. That's right. Yeah, they're all great. Uh, that's well, a- I was actually I was just talking to Rivers about this uh, friend of this show, this show, right? Rivers was on. Yeah, uh, we hate him, but I mean, we've had him on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just well, but when I, when I did his show, we were talking about we did good from the woods. We were talking about all the dumb bullshit that we did when we were in high school. And we, me and Rivers apparently found out that we both like made like a quasi jackass movie. Oh yeah, and, me too. Uh, I heard yeah, that, and it, I heard that on the. I listened to the episode and uh, oh, okay. really enjoyed it. But yeah, uh, but yeah, obviously explained for the listeners. But yeah, we I did the same thing. Uh, you said you sold it though. You used to sell it at school. Yeah, That's- we sold it like gorilla, <laughs> like fucking like mixtape out of a trunk style. Like I would bring like I would burn them all individually, one at a time, on my computer at home. And I would bring them to class uh, or bring them to school in my backpack and sell them for five bucks cash. I had this fat like envelope full of cash that I just had around. With Holy me. shit! You were fucking. I mean, you were doing the right. You had the right idea of how to do the jackass <laughs> videos. Uh, yeah, we did. I think uh, at a certain point, like you know, I think we made like three hundred dollars, which when you're fourteen or fifteen, it's like oh my god. But like, uh, that's a lot like, now for like selling content that i make yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> especially because of how bad that content was yeah no shit i feel like yeah. i'm doing something kind of okay but i, mean, <laughs> I couldn't make I that like, on this if only, if only henry uh, henry phillips had sold this tape out of this trunk that he probably be more people would have seen it <laughs> yeah put it up like maybe netflix would pick it up or something i hope they do i like that guy <laughs> pick it up at a at an arco gutter that someone drops it because they're selling them outside the gas station right <laughs> That's one thing you probably don't miss about L.A. is uh, uh, the people selling mixtapes at gas stations. Oh, shit. And just fucking everywhere. Uh, I made the mistake my first week of moving there, uh, you know, because I was I lived right by the Rock and Roll Ralphs on a sta- uh, Sunset Boulevard. My friend Morgan. Oh, right. Yeah, I was oh, staying yeah. with her. She has an awesome spot like right like within it's on the same block as Rock and Roll Ralphs, which if if you're listening, you don't know what Rock and Roll Ralphs is. It's a it's a Wesley Willis song. It's a Wesley Willis song, which I coincidentally Rock and Roll Ralphs, Rock and Roll Ralphs. Hopefully, like five people get that joke. Oh, I'm sh- anybody that listens to this should know who the fuck Wesley Willis is. If you don't look him up, so. and I'm yeah. sure he plays out there now. I'm sure I've spotted. Isn't he dead? Uh, you're probably right. I don't know, <laughs> I but I assume. Either. <laughs> I believe that immediately. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. That was not out of the realm of possibility. For no, no. But yeah. Um. So like, I made the mistake of walking up to uh, Hollywood Boulevard because you know, like, it's they're right beside each other, and I was pretty. I was in between both streets. Right. And um, just every fucking step I make, it's just dudes trying to give me their mm. mixtapes. Or like take a photo with this off-brand Ninja Turtle, or like the know, dirty Spider Man with fucking stains <laughs> all over him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, filthy, filthy, overweight Spider Man. Did you uh, ever? Oh shit, that reminds me. Uh, did you ever go? Uh, Rivers told me about this, Mike, and me and him and Joe Rains went the one at the Chinese Theater on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> oh, I went. I did a show in the Chinese Theater when I was way too early into comedy. At that place, was it the Inside Jokes? <laughs> the place? Inside Jokes. Yes, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That Mark, uh, I did. I did one bringer show there. <laughs> did Mark Lowry from Hanging with uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper host it? No, it was this guy uh, uh, Justin Harrison that I used to do a bunch of shows with when I first uh, moved here. Oh shit! Uh, and it was super weird because it was like a quasi bringer, you know, like half the people on the bill were had to bring a certain amount of people. I had done enough shows with it where he just would book me, and it was fine. But it's like a giant 
empty movie theater. Yeah. And like, like for it's a screening for of like, yeah. And like, and you've got the first three rows filled and then it's just a void for like it's, 50 yards. Yeah. Cause crazy. nobody goes to these shows and no. it's just, yeah, it's a huge, it's like the size of art light. But well, yeah. it's the fucking Chinese theater where they have yeah, the Oscars at, but it's not yeah, the actual. Imagine, yeah, imagine the first time they're going to screen like all the Oscar nominees and shit like that kind of theater. And that's <laughs> it's not like an Indieplex or anything. It's like it's a fucking theater. <laughs> you know, what's funny is, uh, you know how they close all of Hollywood Boulevard off when they have the Oscars? Um, yeah, I think it, I, this you know, this has happened is uh, Inside Jokes. It's probably fell on one of their comedy nights, and you've had some psychopath that goes there for the open mic every week, and yeah. is like, "Yeah, but what the fuck is this?" And like trying to make a scene about it because he wants to go do five minutes on fucking Tinder at, yeah. the, at the fucking <laughs> Chinese to a theater. Vast emptiness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the reason I asked if uh, Mr. Cooper, Mark Lowry, was hosting because he was hosting the show before the mic we did there. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Yeah, that was a nightmare. Jesus. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a mic there, man. That sounds like the worst like place a mic could be. And uh, now there is a mic in L.A. that on the Comedy Bureau is called Garage Behind Food for Less. So it's like, <laughs> I heard you <laughs> mention that on. Uh, <laughs> I, have you hit it up yet? Oh, God, no. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And it's not the garage comedy guys like Cornell Reed and uh, Paul Danke or anything. It's just some guy that <laughs> it's literally yeah, it's just a garage like yeah. they, like. It's like the equivalent. It's like there's a lot of backyard bikes, which I like a lot. Uh, my buddy Matt Rousseau used to run one at his place every uh, every week. That was great. But like, it's a step below that. Where it's like this isn't even like a house. This is just like I'm renting this fucking storage unit, and now we're gonna do a mic. <laughs> yeah, and the person I'm renting from hates me because of this. <laughs> uh huh. Oh yeah, nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, going back to inside jokes, though, uh, I didn't ever run into any crazy people there for the most part, but I did. When I did that show, uh, one of the guys that I used to, I knew from open mics, uh, he came to come like hang out and support or whatever. And uh, he, I didn't see him in the room during my set, and I saw him afterwards. I was like, "Where'd you go?" He's like, "Oh man, I just went to the bathroom and tied off." What? <laughs> yeah, uh, I won't say his name, obviously, but uh, yeah. So, so he did heroin inside the Chinese theater. Oh my god, is it somebody I know? You might. We could talk after we're recording. You yeah, for sure. But he yeah. was around around that time when I knew you in LA, like when you were in town. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I know I who he was. Like, I was like, that's a bold move, man. He's fucking going to tie. Like, I, I get it when you're doing it at home. That makes sense, you know. But <laughs> yeah, at the, at the mic. But you know, he, he's a heroin addict, so <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Can't really uh, question if the you logic. Build it, I will shoot up. <laughs> yeah, he's got to have it. I mean, he will. Oh, he will man. not be able to function without it. <laughs> so you know, you can't be giving him too much shit. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's probably better for the establishment that he pacified his urges with heroin. Like, yeah. Otherwise, he, who knows what would go down? He would have tore the place apart. Um, <laughs> and I know, like a part of withdrawals, you get diarrhea really bad. Nobody wants. To... Oh, is that true? Uh, yeah, it's like diarrhea. You know. That's a big one, you know, you get, it's like having the flu. I've never had heroin withdrawal, but I've read a lot about it. I've had opiate withdrawal. <laughs> I've, done, I've done studies. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I've had, you know, I, I've had a withdrawal from oxycodone, and it's similar, yeah. but not as bad, but I mean, oh, I, yeah. I couldn't imagine how fucking much worse it is on heroin, though, but yeah, Jesus. The nth degree, it's fucking crazy. That's the one drug that I can't play around with, because I know I'd like it too much. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, don't, but, um. Yeah, I'm glad we went there and just completely brought this to a complete fucking standstill. <laughs> well, I mean, we could talk about more things that uh, you you don't miss from L.A. I mean, like we said from the beginning, the guys on the street just bumping their tunes, fucking like not not get the lack of self awareness on the regular out here, man, is is frustrating. I was just talking to my buddy Matt about this last night. Like people who don't know how to control the volume of their voice in sensitive situations. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't. I, there's a lot of things I don't miss. I do miss, like you know I miss hanging out with y'all going over to your, yeah. the old spot you used to live at where uh, the dude had <laughs> the uh, he had the Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, car, but it was a um, what kind of car? <laughs> yeah. I forgot what kind of car that was. It was like a uh, I, I know on Mystery Science Theater uh, like way back in the day on an episode somebody was driving a car like that and they made fun of it the whole time. A Maverick, yeah. I think, was what it was. 
Yeah, it was a classic Nick Thomas photo on Facebook. That's yeah, all I remember. <laughs> yeah, that, I have to clarify to people. I'm like, no, that's not here in Alabama. Yeah. That's at my friend <laughs> Kevin's house outside of his yeah. old house in L.A. Yeah, in a Boyle Heights area. Where, yeah, uh, it was just you know the there was no off street parking for we had four people living in that house, so there's always a gamble whether you could actually park in front of the building or not. And uh, that day, that particular day. Uh, that was the car that was posted yeah. up, which was very uh, off season for that area. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that's that was should have been your spot, but nope. He had to park his Dale Earnhardt Jr. Maverick knockoff there, so he could uh, <laughs> so he could I, not drive it for months, probably. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna let it get covered in crow shit. Yeah, <laughs> which peels paint. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think my uh, car. You actually, you actually witnessed two places that I lived in because you. I remember the like the night before you moved out of L.A. We crashed at my new apartment with no furniture. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was you. It was me, you, and Nazar, my old roommate Nazar. Who, that who was uh, uh, what was it? Uh, 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 was it Hermosa Beach? Yeah. Uh, do you still talk to him? <laughs> He lives in Jersey now, but uh, he got like in a, he like st- he was crazy, like crazy party guy. Yeah, loved I know. <laughs> loved hanging out with him, but he was nuts. And then he met like a girlfriend that he's very serious with now, and they moved back to the East Coast together because they're both from the East Coast. Well, and uh, he's like way more settled down. Like he's still cool, but like he's he's not insane anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't want to. Uh, I don't want shit talk the guy because I'm. I mean, I'm hung out with him once, but he was not <laughs> fun to be around that night for me. Cause, no, uh, and that's yeah. I was actually. It's that kind of thing where it's like when you get to a certain level of drunkenness, you really see like different like people go in different directions and he was yeah. super alpha and like oh for like, sure pussy and like everyone's getting laid i'm sure he pulled that one that poor uh, uber driver we had yes, oh man yes. i don't remember everything said but he was definitely <laughs> very, just harassing her the whole time and me and you were yeah. just in the back like They're i'm back, so like, fucking fuck. sorry I'm so he's this is what he does <laughs> yeah i remember you being like even to me like i had to keep telling you dude it's cool like kevin i know you uh I know you uh, don't act like this. This is really, oh, right. yeah. I was like, this yeah, is really sure funny. I was very apologetic for it. You know? Yeah, I had fun. He just was yeah. annoying. And, like I had to keep <laughs> telling you, I was like, dude, don't apologize. This is hilarious. Uh, he's the one <laughs> fucking himself over. <laughs> <laughs> well, that same dude. Uh, here's a quick story. I got a couple stories about him, but one of my favorite ones is uh, in between bars one night. Uh, you know, he's same kind of level of drunkenness, and he's in get pussy mode, and he's like, I'm gonna jump on this uh, crosswalk like a uh, stoplight thing and do pull-ups uh in santa monica <laughs> now where you do it <laughs> where else can you do it I that's mean, the that's spot he's <laughs> <laughs> got a, it's the it's the, it's the gun show everyone's got tickets uh he jumps <laughs> up and he doesn't realize because he's drunk that there's those uh bird things on there with the spikes so birds don't land and shit on people so he just rips the shit out of his hands when he grabs the top. Oh my god! He's <laughs> bleeding everywhere. I'm like, oh good, I gotta deal with this bleeding fool now. Oh uh, my god! Well, he deserved <laughs> it. Anybody that tries to do pull-ups in a public deserves yeah. that. That reminds me, like, it's like that. Uh, did you ever watch Delocated with John Glazer? No, I don't think so. I oh, love John Kevin. Glazer, but I never saw that. Kevin, buddy, you got it. You have that's your fucking. Yeah, that's your sense of humor. Back, this is why I need you back in L.A. I need to get more Rex from you, man. Oh yeah, man. That's your that show is your fucking sense of humor. But like, he makes like a fake workout tape on there that's like he's just uses shit on the street to work out with. <laughs> and that reminds I me of that. Seen that clip, maybe I maybe seen that clip somewhere. Maybe uh, he, it's very funny though. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. I love John Glazer. John Glazer is amazing. Uh... My roommate also one night, uh, I was out with uh, our friend Radisson Zahariev. Uh, yeah, who, uh, unfortunately he couldn't, he couldn't call in, he's working. Because he's working today, uh, I'm his boss, so I could have I forced him to take an hour out of his day <laughs> to do this. But. You'll have to one day, though, for sure. We'll, have to oh, do no, this we'll, we'll, we'll sync it up, this is good shit. Uh, he, he and I, and this is back at the Boyle Heights house, uh, and then our other roommate, I don't know if you ever met my other roommate, Alonzo, he was like this 20-year-old uh like musician who like just moved out of his like from his parents house for the first time and he was just surrounded by a bunch of insane oh people yeah and I, that's funny yeah. tell this story but remind me to go back to him because i think i uh gave him no a hard... go ahead I, I got the story queued up. <laughs> well what happened was uh i had bought like five lore tabs from some lady i knew <laughs> and, uh i ate them all and just started puking blood off your porch, and he saw oh, it. Yeah. And it was just, 
he was just kind of like, uh, oh, this is. This I was like, is, hey, this is Nick. This is my buddy Nick. Yeah. Nick, this is Alonzo. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't too. He wasn't thrilled. I remember that. Yeah, you had too much. Uh, you had too much. You were feeling sick. We were just chilling out, watching or playing Halo or something, and. I remember you had a moment where you were out of commission for a while. Yeah, I had to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the oh, last time. <laughs> yeah, that was absolutely the last time. Not because it doesn't feel good, but because I would die probably. Yeah, yeah. If you get to the point where you're puking blood in Boyle Heights, <laughs> yeah, that's in, front just... of the gen- in front of the General Lee or whatever that car was. <laughs> <laughs> that was truly a low point. Yeah, yeah. I had a few low points in that house as well. But uh, <laughs> uh, mostly like the first night I ever went out drinking when I moved to L.A., the only person I knew in the city was my friend who was still going to UCLA at the time. Yeah. And so, I was like, and he's another one of these guys, like one of my best friends from childhood, but he kind of went into bro territory and I kind of went to art and uh, feelings. Yeah. And, the, the, and the, the, the right way, but also at the same time, fuck, you know, like, yeah, it's also yeah. sucks. Life is much worse. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's all bad. It just depends on. It's just the self awareness is the only. Yeah, difference. that's <laughs> what I was gonna say. You're more self aware now, and you realize that life is terrible. But you know, you you <laughs> accept I, it. Yeah, so I drive out uh, to go meet up with him. He's like, oh, we'll go party in UCLA. It'll be fun. And uh, for those who aren't familiar with the geography of Los Angeles, East LA to UCLA is like a solid twenty minutes and no traffic on a freeway. Like you got to take the ten west to get there, and it's and uh, it's not- also where Cheech Marin was born. Yeah, oh yeah, that's also true. Uh, UCLA. No. <laughs> yeah, that was a dumb thing to interrupt for, but yeah, go ahead. Anyway, finish. Now, what other notable deaths and births do you got for <laughs> uh, So, you know, I go out there and I'm immediately like, you know, pre-gaming. He invites these two girls over to drink just straight vodka with, uh, uh, with us, and I'm like already like kind of uncomfortable because he's He's like trying to be like, oh, you're here because we're going to fuck. And I'm just like, hey, I don't know you. Let's be friends. Like, what's going on? And then they leave because he creeps them out. And he's like, all right, well, we need to drink more and go out because that didn't work. So <laughs> step just, two. I, yeah, step two. All right. So the, the weird uh, intimate encounter didn't work. Let's just go fucking scattershot everything with a 12 gauge and see what hits. Uh <laughs> So we go out and I, it's a blur. All I, the, the highlights I remember is he's I'm drunk as fuck. Like just he's kicking me. Like he just kicks parked cars for no reason when he's oh, just like raging. Like that, that fucking guy. Yeah, and this is you know to be fair, this is like five years ago. And I've done up. it. I've done it. We've uh, all been there. Yeah. Uh, there was an In and Out run at one point. Uh, cheeseburgers, and then we like went to his frat that he was a part of. But, like, they weren't there. He's like, oh, let's break in and, and wreck the frat that I'm a part of. I'm like, what? <laughs> but he, I follow him in, and he goes in, and he's just knocking over bookshelves and, like, pisses on the couch. And I'm just, like, just kind of, like, I don't know where to go. So I'm just following <laughs> this weird guy around. Let's and, ruin like, the frat that I'm, yeah, oh, yeah, by yeah. the way, I'm a part of a frat. <laughs> <laughs> and also, by the way, at this point, he's 23 and part of a frat. So it's Van Wilder, man. Give him a break. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, some some people, man, they never got over that movie. Yeah, uh, Burt Kreischer. <laughs> <laughs> He's the machine. Yeah. Uh, Who, have you heard that story a million oh, times? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that it, it reminded me of a lot of guys who went to high school. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I don't want to shit on Burt Kreischer. He seems like a likable guy. But, geez, tell that story maybe a million more times, do you think? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Everybody in the world's heard the fucking machine story now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the only that's where I first heard of him. Like, I never even know. Right. I didn't even know he existed. And they're like, oh, dude, you got to see this. Somebody tells this story on a podcast. I'm like, what's a podcast? You know, yeah. like, oh, well, let me tell you what a podcast is. <laughs> and then you get that great thing where your friend sits you down to listen to a long strip of audio uh. content. And they're waiting for you to react to it, and it's the most excruciating thing in the world. It's like, let me listen to this alone, and I'll yeah, text like, you about it. Send me a link. I'll fucking check it out when I got time. Like, I don't make me listen to a podcast while you look at my face. Yeah, because <laughs> you're automatically going to hate it because of that, yeah. even if it yeah. is good. And granted, yeah, no, you, the machine stories, I mean, fuck, that's a crazy story, but it's a great geez, story. You drive it into the ground so much. Yeah. I think part of it's he gets asked to tell it a lot. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. That's kind of his. That's his get her done or his free. Yeah. I guess it's more of a, more of a free bird because it's yeah. very long. <laughs> he's he's all right though. He seems the, like a very sweet guy actually. Yeah. Quick aside, the same guy who showed me that in college uh, also was the guy who burned me out on Tom Waits immediately. Because oh no! Fuck that I like guy. Tom Waits. I, like I do Tom too. Waits, but what he did was he, he was like, "Oh, do you know Tom Waits?" Like, yeah, I know a few songs, some skate videos and stuff. 
and uh, weird skate videos. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think he had that song "Knife Chase" in a Baker video. That weird yeah, instrumental. I think- I think Knife Chase and then Starving in the Belly of a Whale was in a local skate shop video. Oh, okay. uh, that was PJ Ladd's Wonderful Horrible Life. Uh, <laughs> that was in that video. But okay. regardless, but I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll check him out. And he goes, hey, here's 19 gigabytes of Tom Waits music. <laughs> Listen to all of it. And I'm just like, oh, man, you just assigned me like three weeks worth of listening. Like, of, of, of an acquired taste listening as well. Like, yeah, it's not something you just yeah. jump into. Yeah, because there's so many different layers to Tom Waits and periods yeah. and movements. It's like yeah, he has his phase. Yeah, he has like a phase where he starts out as a jazz singer. Then he started listening to Captain Beefheart, and he starts doing that. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. like, which I prefer more, honestly. Uh, I don't. I love Tom Waits. I'm a huge Tom Waits fan, so yeah. I know that. But people that burn you out on Tom Waits and dress like him and act like him and shit, it's just it's too fucking much. Yeah, it's like that James Adomian bit where he's like, if you come with me with a movie, I can be expected to watch a movie. But yeah. he's like, have you seen all of Battlestar Galactica? You gotta watch it now! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, dude, have you read Time Magazine? Yeah, yeah, I'll pop in, pop out, it's alright. No, you gotta read all of Time Magazine. <laughs> That's such a great bit. I, I he's great. so hard to that bit. Oh, Adomian's uh, one of the greatest, man. Me and Rivers talked to him one night at some... Oh fuck that! Yeah, Yellowhammer t- maybe. I, I saw him at the Yellowhammer back uh, when they were running that with West Van Horn and Joe Raines and them. Uh, I saw Domian on that show, and then he, me and him bonded over a mutual fear of the peacock. Oh yeah, how do you not? <laughs> he um he did this uh, house. It was a it was a like penthouse show that Rivers was on, and I went with Rivers, and uh, we were like up on the balcony, and Domian was out there, and he does he he's ne- he does he does very well. Very good impressions for people that don't know as well. He's very talented. Yeah, uh, one of the funniest people. Like, out. Weird, like impressions you wouldn't expect a comic yeah. to have a perfect impression of. Like, because yeah. you can think of like, oh, Robin Williams, like blah blah blah, like those kind of. But it's like he does like a really good Mark Maron, which yeah. is an interesting impression, or like a Louis C.K. His like, Louis is my favorite Louis. His Louis is really good. He's like, yeah, I'm just I, I, my my daughter's a fucking cunt, and I, my my wife, fuck my daughter and her fucker pussy. <laughs> like, All right, uh, faggots. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just but, say uh, that word a lot, yeah. But at the penthouse we were at, it was at this dude, this this rich dude, obviously, and fucking Whoa, penthouse, and, so shit. Yeah, and it was like they because they do comedy shows every fucking where there, and uh, yeah, that is d- true. This dude had uh, what is that thing um in Scarface that he has in his house? It sa- it says like it's a quote that he has on the globe or whatever. The world uh-huh. is yours. That's it. The, you but know, the world is yours for the taking or something like that. Yeah, and it, I'm not a huge Scarface guy. It's an awful movie. I hate it and think it's <laughs> overrated fucking garbage. But he um yeah. he has that up on his ceiling in his fucking house in neon lights. Oh man. But uh the whole point and of the Bob, story is that Bob Marley poster or something equally fucking hack. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like a step up from college dorm posters. He's yeah. got like the neon lights and his house right, actually right. likes Scarface. But yeah. um, he um but uh, th- long story short, Adomian has a really good Dusty Rhodes impression he did oh, for right, us because right. we we started talking about a mattress commercial that he used to uh, be on. <laughs> but anyway, we're we're getting sidetracked. What were you What were you talking about? We were in the Tom middle Waits. of a story. In the middle of a story, actually, like if you want to go, oh yeah, style, we can the, jump the back frat guy. Levels. He was yeah, so he, basically. We, you know, he's just causing chaos, and, uh, like, and what I was saying is, like, the worst shit, like, one of my low points immediately in the city was, I was so, like, eventually I was like, dude, I know I'm piss-ass drunk right now, and I live really far away, and I'm not even familiar with this city, and I don't have a smartphone yet, so I don't have maps on my phone, right. but I have, I have to leave. I cannot <laughs> be here any longer. So I drove back super drunk, don't remember the drive at all, somehow made it back to my uh, house in Boyle Heights puked a bunch and woke up on the floor of my bathroom in the house I was renting a room in. And I was like, wow, night number one, check. Like that was, yeah. that was a real immediate low point for me in this city. But ultimately uh, worth it to do all that to get out of being in that frat house, doing whatever the fuck he was trying dude, to accomplish. Yeah. And like, and like, I remember the moment that I left too was right after the frat house thing, we got in and out and then he's like, Oh, let's go to this party. I walk into the party. It is like two story, like big house, all college students packed 
to the point where no one can move whatsoever. I can't even see Ugh. where anything is to sit. I just turned around. I was like, dude, I'm leaving. And I just left. I did not go to the party. That's a <laughs> nightmare for not me. I be. That's a nightmare for me at a party with that many people, with people I like being around, much less yeah, fucking, college. fucking college students that I've never met before. They're all like 18, 19 years old, and I'm 23. Like, yeah. Fucking weird already. You're the one going uh, to jail when the cops come. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, he clearly bought all the alcohol for everybody. Yeah. And he's so proud of it, I'm sure. Uh, oh, man. He's going to talk about it at length. He he's just tells everyone how he was the machine. All of- <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know that movie, Van Wilder? That that's about me. It's <laughs> about me, dude. Except uh, a lot more crimes. Yeah, and uh, I am probably going to go to jail for eight counts of sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least, at the very least. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So that was that was bad. And then uh, the other story I had queued up about that other roommate, uh, the guy who was like, a, not that crazy, but you know, still fratty in nature, uh, kind of broy, Nazar. Uh, there was this one night when him, uh, I, Radisson Zahariev, and then Alonzo, the one we mentioned earlier who saw you puking blood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we went out, and he was doing that thing. was like, I'm going to get everybody laid tonight and all this weird shit. Uh, I believe I told some girl uh, that Rad had written for Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> That's think, amazing. Like, he can corroborate this. I can't remember exactly. It was some bullshit. Like, That's the uh, best credit. That's the best writing credit lie I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. Because... Oh, Whether you yeah, want to admit it or not, we've all lied about a credit we have to get either on a comedy show or something when we first started I've, out. I've embellished credits for sure. I've never straight up lied. I saw a flyer for some guy who's been at my mic before who's not funny, and he he claimed he wrote for South Park, and I know <laughs> it's not true. Oh, you mean the like, show that three riders have been on for yeah, 20 yeah, years? Yeah. yeah, and he was headlining with uh, on the show because of that, and there was like three other comics on that show that were way better, like... Like, I know empirically should be headlining that show. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, I don't want to say I lied either. I think I mean more like embellished. Like, you haven't been like yeah, straight yeah. up. Like, I I'd be like, oh, for- I perform at the comedy store. So, like, you yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, I've done a, a mic at the comedy store and then I'll say <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. I have a podcast that gets blank amount of listens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Once you get a podcast, though, and you've got two now, so you're rolling in it because uh, oh, yeah. he's going to follow up on stats. You just say, oh, I got a podcast, and it's it's a great credit. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe in L.A., but here, like, people do not give a fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, really? <laughs> not a big podcast town? Not a big know-what-a-podcast-is town. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm oh, sh- you got to tell them about the machine, dude. Yeah. Make them all sit down and listen to it. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm, g- I'm shitting on Birmingham may- way more than I should. It's actually not that bad at all. It's... It's nah. it's 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 actually um, probably the most progressive city in Alabama. I would argue it's 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 pretty cool. It's just it's think, on its way up. I think if there's a theme to this conversation, it's kind of shitting on things that we like. So it's like yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> like I'm talking shit about people I like, places that I like. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what this has been. Um, yeah. Uh, so we're out at that bar, and you know, me and Rad are just fucking around, and uh, not, no, not neither of us are intending to get laid whatsoever, and like Nazar's all about it, and then. We ended up, we took two separate cars, I believe, or like we lifted back or something. And uh, I just remember the next morning, I didn't see my roommates for the rest of the night. And the next morning, I'm having a cigarette on my porch. And the Nazar comes trundling up in the same clothes that he wore the night before uh, without a car. And I'm like, oh shit, what happened? And he's just like, dude. I tried to drive super drunk last night. I got my car got impounded. I've been in the drunk tank all night. Oh shit! And I was like, "Oh my god, man!" Like, and he didn't have his phone or anything. He like lost everything. So I don't know how he managed to even like get back. Like, he must that's insane. Address. Yeah, the drunken the ability for a drunk person like uh, my other story the ability for a drunk person to make their way back and under the worst of circumstances is impressive. Yeah, I, I've, I'm sure I've done it before. Like I've been in the drunk take a couple of times and. Uh, <laughs> It's um it's difficult to to comprehend and then then find your way back home after I haven't been yeah haven't had it that bad but did um, I ever tell you did I ever tell you the story about uh, this is my uh the machine story because this guy like this is great what didn't happen to me but this is when I was in college and this is like it thematically very similar to that uh we went over from San Jose uh, California to Santa Cruz to go see a flock of seagulls play. That's fucking rad. I would do yeah, that. They were playing a free show on the beach at the boardwalk. Man. It was that awesome. sounds amazing. Actually, It was great. 
It was fantastic. Uh, we go there, and it's me, my buddy Phil, the guy who got me into Tom Waits with an asterisk. Uh, and Big all that Flock shit. of Seagulls got to. Tom Waits yeah. and Flock of Seagulls, that's what I like. <laughs> oh, no, we clearly went for the novelty. Of it. Like, I liked some of their songs. Yeah. But, like, it was more of a, like, hey, it's a free show. We'll go get drunk. It'll be fun. Exactly. Uh, uh, and then he brings his roommate, Keith who is, uh, unbeknownst to me on the drive over, is just pounding four locos in the backseat of my car. Uh, <laughs> That's always a good be- fucking start. Oh, oh, yeah. And this is before they changed the formula to be like... Oh, that's uh, what it was good, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, these kids today, man. I remember when the, the four locos were pure. It just, it just had a more warm feeling to it, you know? Yeah, it would kill you if you drank two. I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> But this dude, he drank like two or at least, but he, he was like a six foot two kickboxer. So he's like stacked. Yeah. And like, so he had a higher tolerance. And then, uh, I split up with them for, cause I'm, I'm seeing this girl there. And so they go do their own thing. Me and the girl go do our own thing. And I meet up with them later and I just see it's my friend, Phil. And I'm like, where's Keith? He goes, I don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, we were walking down the street and Keith just turned around and sprinted in the other direction. <laughs> Who hasn't and done that? Gone and just gone. He was just gone. And uh, long story short, it's a really long story with a lot of twists and turns. But we eventually, like, we drove around looking for him, calling his phone. He didn't have his phone on him. Uh, at a certain point, it's like there's nothing more we can do driving the streets looking for like a passed out kickboxer. So we're just gonna go back to San Jose and hope right. that he figures something out. I also barely knew this guy, so I wasn't super invested. Fuck him. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm like. I don't give a He's fuck. <laughs> such a burden. Like, such a burden on me now. Like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I do not give a shit. But, but yeah. the beautiful thing is I go over to my friend's house the next morning to catch up. Be like, hey, is Keith alive? Keith is already there making eggs. And I'm like, what happened? And he goes, apparently the night before he ended up in the drunk tank, uh, as you do. He lost his wallet and his shoes and his keys, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and his phone. Everything so he, he fucking just, owns. Yeah, everything. No, you know what? He had his wallet, but he didn't have any cash. He just had his wallet, but he didn't have phone keys or uh, shoes. And he <laughs> steals a bike uh, immediately, like on the steps <laughs> of the drunk tank, steals a bike, bikes downtown, hails a cab, gets a cab to San Jose from Santa Cruz, which is like a 50-minute drive. So it's expensive things. Knowing the whole time he has no money on him. He's smart. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He goes, he parks in front of a building uh, two blocks down from where he lives. He tells him that's his address. Uh, he says, hey, man, I don't have cash on me. Here's my Best Buy gift card. Uh, <laughs> it's got $300 on it. It's collateral. I'm going to run into my building right now, grab some cash, and be right back out. Apparently, they had $2 on the card. Uh, <laughs> and he just left it there and then just was home before I even woke up the next day. Like, fucking Terminator status. Hey, he's actually... I'm not being sarcastic when I say he's very smart as far as, like, doing what he has to do to get Oh, done. no, absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, yeah man. I, uh, I used to tell a joke about it. I'd be like, I'm not that fucking. I wouldn't have that kind of wherewithal. Like, if I woke up in another city without my phone or my wallet, I said, I guess I live here now. Like that's it. <laughs> this is it. Like that's all I got. Sometimes you're just you're you're pushed to that. But yeah, man. Uh, Fight or flight kind of thing. Yeah. Well, do you want to promote your podcast? We're we're about to wrap it up. I think. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, you guys can check it out. It's called Bleak in Review. Uh, it's me and our friend uh, Matt Brousseau. You know, Maddie, old Maddie. Yeah, Brousseau. Maddie has the fucking. He has the voice for radio, man. Oh God, he it's really does. Radio voice ever, and then I'm just there to just talk over it. That's my whole part of. He's it. a sm- <laughs> he has a smooth fucking voice. I like that guy. He does. Uh, yeah, it's Bleak in Review. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and all the podcasting apps. Uh, basically kind of a little similar to this a little bit improvised conversation with a good friend comedian of ours or musician uh sometimes we have people play music sometimes we do uh current events stuff and other times we do wacky character improvised stuff it's uh it's a blast it's like an hour and a half of uh, just straight comedy uh riffing it's fun yeah, so it's uh, yeah, every every thursday it comes out every thursday and all the all the stuff yeah, check that out. And uh, you, you want to like say a Twitter handle or anything like that, or you don't even want to fucking yeah, go there. Yeah, Judd Apatow. Uh, there we go. See, <laughs> twist. Bring it around. We got that sh- M not twist at the end here. It's been Judd the whole uh, time. <laughs> uh, at KB Anderson Yo on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, yeah, you can check it out there. Uh, if you're an LA listener and you uh, you're in a want to hit up a fun open mic on Tuesdays, I run a show with my girlfriend Vanessa uh, every Tuesday at the Other Door in North Hollywood. Uh, it's a blast. We have a row eight to two p uh, two a.m. We're there all night. It's great. Yeah, man. I hate I can't, I can't go to that mic because y'all weren't do. It was uh Whitney Melton's mic yeah, when I was there. Yeah. yeah, it was Maldi, and I love that mic. That was the mic I would always for sure go to. But so y'all are hey, doing man. it now. 
Yeah, we've been doing it for about a year and a half now. And uh, you come, you come through LA, man. I'll get you a drop-in spot at my mic. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, come out there spring actually. So oh, I, I, I'll definitely hit that up. But yeah, uh, man. Hit me up, man. I got a couch you can crash on. Hit me up. Oh, for sure. That was my plan. Whether it was cool with you or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, man. Yeah, it's been good talking to you, man. I'm yeah, gonna have man. to have you back on. You and uh, Rad for sure. Yeah, we'll I'll, I'll, I'll talk to that, that goofball about it. We'll get it. We'll hook it up. That'd be fun, man. All right, man. Well, take it easy, buddy. Take it easy. Miss you. You too, man. Later. Later. <laughs> Well, I hope you enjoyed that. That was my buddy Kevin Anderson. Really funny. That dude's got stories for fucking days. You grew up in Sacramento, California, home of the Deftones. You're bound to have some fucking stories, baby. That's going to do it this week, though, man. I had some stuff I wanted to talk about, but we're going to push it over to episode four, which is great for me. It involves less writing and thinking of shit for me. But I promise you there is more to come. So I hope you enjoyed the episode, guys. Um, We're going to end it here. But this ain't the end of it, for sure. This ain't the end of the the whole podcast. We're still bringing more. We're still bringing more. And by we, like I said before, fucking call back. We're talking about me. I'm talking about me when I say we. This is a fucking... This is god-awful. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. This has been Table for... Don't... You know what? We'll just leave it at that. Because it just shows how dumb of a boy I actually am. Thanks for listening and tune in next week. Thank you.